It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hey, uh, Alex Dyson, you know what I'm not going to miss when this is all over? Uh, our podcast or coronavirus? No, the the way that anti-back pumps will sometimes just squirt in whack directions. Anti... Anti-back, you know, the gel, the hand gel pumps. Oh, antibacterial. I just thought it was... I'm just oh, maybe... Get with the time, bro. I don't, I don't waste my time on <laughs> syllables that aren't necessary. It's anti-back. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, do they get a bit congealed on the nozzle? Yeah. Are and we then talking you, you, here? You pump your hands right underneath it, you press the pump, and suddenly there's back on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, hey. I, the problem with the bloody soap at the office is here, it's really foamy, right? So it comes out, yeah. it's like a super... It's like, a, you know, you're in the bubble bath or something like that. The foam comes out. <laughs> and whenever I get one of my hands, I still I clap my hands together. But I do it. And so the bubbles just pop everywhere. And I always get bubbled down my shirt. I, so, I feel a bit iffy about the, the squirty, watery ones. Mm, yeah. You know that aren't the gel or the foam? They're just like... Now my hand's wet. Well, you're talking Ian Dyson refilling an empty soap bottle, just getting real. <laughs> yeah, the residue from the bottle will be enough to get rid of all these germs with just a little bit of H2O. That's what we're talking there. Anyway, I hope your soap issues are not going too bad. Um, I'm ready to not worry about things anymore because I was at the shops yesterday and Oof. the cashier, it was a cold morning, warming up, warming up his hands by doing the... <gasps> Blowing on the oh, hands to warm oh, up, oh. and I'm like, this guy's about to, this guy's about to hold my capsicum. I can't be letting this man hold my capsicum. Oh, I don't know about that, bro. Anyway, uh, that's why, whether it shoots at all angles or not, it's good to sanitize. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. We're going to be getting through a lot, including your stories of lost and found. A couple of rippers coming up after our discussion yesterday uh, of me finding a. Uh, keyboard in the middle of the Ocovando Delta and Matt finding an earbud in his ear. Uh, we've got your uh, feedback on that one today yeah, as well. Yeah, we're also going to be chatting to a, a um, young musician emerging through the uh, the ranks of Australian musical talent. Well, I think we could say they've hit the pinnacle now, well, haven't they? It's hard to get any higher than Everest and they've certainly climbed it having uh, featured a very incredibly young talented dancer in their latest video clips Alex Dyson well I tell you what Alex Dyson or um, Maddie Ziegler uh, who danced in <laughs> Sia's video clip for Chandelier because that's very close Alice Ivy is going to be on the show today she's excellent it's coming up uh, so it should be fun times Matt are you re- warm up your hands you ready to go yeah let's kick it off Matt and Alex all day breakfast Yeah, a seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Alex Dyson kicking things off with a bit of news from this week. Uh, like a lot of sports, Formula E car racing uh, events have been cancelled. Virtual racing has taken over because they can't do the real racing due right. to the coronavirus pandemic. So they've uh, they've turned to recruiting, you know, these famous drivers to sit at home in in virtual sort of rigged up machines and basically play video games with a you know virtual version of these races that are at actual tracks using it you know actual cars etc right so as if it was formula 1 it could be sebastian vettel playing you know Forza Motorsport against Daniel Ricardo from home absolutely and they and, put and it the on tracks- the albert park track and they go who's the who's the best here absolutely and so uh there was a there was a race on the weekend uh, called the Race at Home Challenge, and it was supported by UNICEF. 
And uh, it had drivers from all around the world helping to raise money for the cause or fighting it out to become uh, the best on the day. And there's been some controversy because a, uh, one of the drivers, Daniel Abd, was uh, disqualified. He finished third. Turns out he'd been cheating. He'd gotten a stand-in driver, a professional gamer, to sit in his car instead of him playing. Two things about that. One, you know, getting someone else to do your dirty work, not on. Two, the guy came third. He's a professional gamer. <laughs> he couldn't even beat these other race car drivers. It must be pretty transferable skills to be able to um, drive in the real cars and then get behind the uh, the wheel of the uh, the virtual one. Well, a lot of the drivers saying it's, it's nowhere near as easy as they thought it would be, that it is actually quite sort of realistic. And it's, mm. been, it's been probably one of the most popular sport adaptations that we've found. But the race organisers, um, apparently, they, uh, they cross-referenced IP addresses and found that Abd was not the IP address behind the wheel. Right, I would have thought, like, you know, he was if he was having a bit of a joke, like, try and get a professional game to do it, they might have caught him out because he put it on social media, like, haha, guess who's actually racing no, for me? No, it's he, a bit of fun. He just he literally... Cu- he cut his screen, so he turned his... He had his camera off during the race, and, and a couple of the drivers are like, I don't reckon that's him. I don't reckon he's <laughs> the person behind the wheel. Uh, got him with the old switcheroo. That's a cheap move to have someone impersonate you. I know. Just because you're playing video games and no one can see your face does not mean that you should be able to tag yourself out for someone better. Exactly. It's like you've signed up for a job. You can at least show up to do it. Yeah. I mean, wait, what? You know, I'm just saying that the least you can do is show up. Yeah. Good. That's right. We agree then. Anyway, let's move on to the results from the latest talkback. What's your favourite nip vegetable? Uh, Parsnip took a good early lead, but there's some last-minute votes for turnip. It's going to be pretty close when it uh, all comes through. Whoa, whoa, okay, sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Matt? Yeah? Matt O'Kine. Yeah, it's me, the crumb. Are you sure? Because I could swear your voice sounds a bit different. Also, that's a suspiciously good talkback topic, so I'm just getting the feeling that what? That you've swapped yourself out. Don't be ridiculous. I'd never do that. I'm here for the long haul. Brisbane represent. 4068, man. Well, good. Me either. Good. So anyway, as I was saying, some last minute votes for turnip means it's neck and neck. Oh, you could say nip and nip. <laughs> That's right. I mean. <laughs> In fact, you've only got three more hours left to vote. So take out your official all day breakfast, veggie versus veggie app, and be sure. Hold up. to Alex, you sound different. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You're not allowed to get a professional to fill in for you, you know. Well, you're not allowed to get a professional to fill in for you either, Matt. So I guess we're both... Even? No, just both Both, both yeah, Even in not doing it. We haven't done anything. Yeah, exactly. Both so just e- your regular Matt and Alex, yes. all day breakfast. Mm-hmm. This is a, just a normal, another normal episode of the podcast. Yep. Feels good. Loving it. Love that. The, the veggie thing's a great idea. Order up. That's how you like it. Perfect. Do you think you're going to have kids, Alex Tyson? Oh, man. Um, uh, I don't know, Matt O'Kine, to be honest. Um, I'm trying not to at the moment. But Fair enough. Using all, 
<laughs> using all <laughs> of the measures necessary. Yeah, to, you know, uh, I've given myself a uh, a bonk ban until uh, kids <laughs> <laughs> become responsible enough to look after a small person. Tell you what, it's a job that never stops. All right, I'll tell you that much. Yep, um, I'm learning that day by day. You find you, yourself I, doing. Well, I feel I took care of you for three years on Triple J, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you come into the came into the studio barely walking. <laughs> Couldn't tell the time the entire st- the entire time we were there. So Just it is. Bab- I do have babbling s- nonsense half the time as well. So I do have uh, some experience, but yeah, you find yourself doing things you never thought you would do. You know, or even just say the other day. Are you I'm one of those parents who? Because I I watch parents and I realize that their their grossness um, filter, whatever it is, just goes out the window. Like there's there's food around baby's lips and they'll wipe it off with the finger and, and eat it. And I'm oh, like, I eat stuff that has been chewed. So like. <laughs> The other day I was like, lean back, there's curry in your neck. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that, I, I'm like, I would never, why am I saying that? But, um, but. Hey, what, you just, you'd suck to the curry out like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> you scrape it with a spoon along the crease I and then want, just sort of. <laughs> I want to suck your masaman. <laughs> so anyways, look, um. My beautiful little daughter Sophia. She's fourteen months old. She's been she 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 came down with a little bit of a fever. Uh oh. A couple of days ago. Yeah. You know. Obviously, you jump to the worst possible conclusions at this. You know, certainly in this climate as well. Absolutely. But there, yeah. There's no there's no bad symptoms other than just she's just been a little bit hot and not even extremely hot, just a little bit over over regular heat. Anyways, she's and how got, do, you, do you is that the feel test? Is there a regular oh, parental thing where you measure every other, night? You know what? 14 month olds, they don't want to sit still while you take their temperature. You know? Uh, so you're doing a big song and dance in front of them. You're showing them books while your partner's ramming this little tiny metal proddy thing into their arm and they're going, nah, nah. And anyways, okay, so that's hard <laughs> enough. That's hard enough. But she's got a bit of a temperature, um, but she's also got a bit of a sort of redness around her cheeks. We can feel teeth coming through her gums. Um, so she's probably just teething. I remember then, how annoying getting your adult teeth was. Hated that. Well, that's so, it. Getting right? teeth so for the you, first time. Ugh. So then in my in my partner's mother's group, someone said, oh, yeah, we thought our daughter had um, had was teething because she had a fever and everything as well, but turned out she actually had a UTI, right? <gasps> and so... Suddenly we're like, oh, maybe she's got a UTI. So we're a little bit worried. We call up the doctor. The doctor's like, yeah, look, it could be that, but it also couldn't be. But if you are worried, it's better to be safe than sorry. So, yeah, all you have to do is um, is just – because, you know, if, if an adult has a UTI, they just say, hey, I've got these symptoms. The doctor goes, cool, it's probably a UTI. Babies can't say symptoms like that. So then suddenly <laughs> – I, I should hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor's like, so just come pick up a cup and, you know, your daughter will have to just – you'll have to collect some urine from her, right? <laughs> now – I don't know whether you've ever had to collect urine from a 14-month-old person, but it is one of the most ridiculous things I have ever, ever had to do in my life. Because you can't just say, hey, we, we into this cup. You can't, They don't understand. So I'll leave you to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just turn my back while you yeah. do your thing. Screw the lid on tightly, please. I don't want any on my fingers. And I'll drop it at the doctor's. Nah, none of that. All right. Oh, my so, God. For two hours. Is there, right? a, is there a YouTube tutorial? Is there something? Because these days it's something for Or do you have to just work this out yourself? 
So both of us have cups, various different <laughs> cups in our hands, literally following our daughter's footsteps all through the house. Just every time she stops, we're diving under with a cup, just wait, <laughs> pleading. We're reading her books and and like and and I'm I'm making noises like wing. I'm I'm going. I'm taking her over to the tap. I'm turning on the tap. Water's pouring out of it. My partner and I both needed to go to the toilet because of this. We're like we're we're talking about weeing so much, and she's just. And eventually we had we couldn't help it. Like we're just sitting on the on the on the um you know carpet. Mm. We're, we're we're begging that our daughters can just wee on the carpet. We don't care. We're just like, please, <laughs> just wee somewhere. What you'll soak it out and then but wring please, a sponge no, just, into a cup. Just you know, she's walking around no pants on. We're just like, please, just wee in this cup. And so we're following two hours. I'm not exaggerating. Two hours. We're crawling on the floor, following our daughter with a cup. Eventually. We, we just start laughing because it's just ridiculous. Like, you know, we've, we've gone through all of the feelings, the frustrations. <laughs> we've had small arguments about who, when, to where to be hold, standing with the cup. No, you should be holding it from the front. I back, go around here. And then eventually we're laughing. And then suddenly she does the smallest wee. Like, it's a, such a small wee, but neither of us are there. My partner grabs a cup, literally dives. Like David Boone at Silly Points. It, yeah, this should have been in a KFC classic catch, I'll tell you that much. She dives. Most of it goes all over the carpet and just the smallest of drops gets into the cup. But it's enough. It's enough. It was a truly it's, classic that's catch. That's all you needed. Like, from the slips cordon, I swear to God, they would replay this on Nine's World of Sport forever. And it was all we needed. One tiny little drop. And the doctor tested? Nah. Not a UTI. That's fine. Oh, good. Thanks. Back to square one. With rashes, carpet right. burn on my knees and cups right. around my house. Well, I think that's... There's only one thing we could do from this, Matt O'Kine. And that's begin... Matt and Alex's classic catches. <laughs> what have you caught? <laughs> Tell us. Describe it. We want the replay. We want the blow by blow. And we're going to describe it. And uh, you'll be able to be crowned the uh, the winner. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. I'm glad she didn't drop anything. That's for sure. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, a huge response to the talkback lost and found miracles. I mentioned how I found my iPad keyboard sticking up out of the dirt in the middle of the Okavango Delta after it the night before fell out of the uh, the Laird Cruiser as we are rolling along. Uh, you incredibly found your lost earbud um, after looking for it everywhere. How many hours did you spend into trying to find this one? Look, it wasn't hours, but it was too long. Okay, and, and you only found it after someone suggested you look in your own ear. Well, that was the first suggestion that someone said, and I was like, "That's not." And then I went, "Oh, oh." <laughs> there it was. Oh, uh, so we asked you whether you had a, uh, a a very surprising lost and found. Uh, we've got Alona from Wagga Wagga. G'day, Alona. Hi, how are you going? Not too bad. You were the second Alona we've talked to on Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast. I know, and they're so rare. I know. I was wait, like, is this the same Alona that we were talking we to last time? Spoken, wait, so the, the other Alona was not you? No, it wasn't me. Where, where does the name Alona come from? Uh, as far as I know, Eastern Europe. Ah, Amazing interesting. stuff. And I only recall the last uh, Alona we talked to was Alona because I saw the pronunciation come up and I'm like, primary school would have been difficult because people can mm. make fun of that. 
high school was worse. <laughs> oh no! Right, <laughs> and like give us give us the rundown. Because I, uh, I imagine obviously a loner, as in uh, you're you're uh, a loner, but then also I, yeah. I'm guessing people could have gone with El Lona, which is like the Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> bullied I didn't in... get that one, but no, definitely <laughs> okay, got fair. a loner. Well, I'm okay, getting bullied enough. in Spanish here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Lona, we're not here to talk, discuss your name, uh, even though I think it's the most common name we've had on the Breakfast Podcast. Uh, but we're here to talk about your amazing lost and found miracle. What's happened? Very similar to you. I was in Botswana. I was on a safari there for a work trip. And I was heading down to the Delta to have what they call sundowners over there, which are your evening, you know, GNTs by the water. Ooh. Very, very familiar Ooh. with some sundowners. I know them well. And yeah, I was in one of those open safari vehicles, and you know, we were travelling along and hit a bump, and I, I think I remember the earring falling out and you know dropping in the sand, and they weren't going to stop until we got down to the water, and I was like, ah. Uh, pretty much the same colour as the sand, but, you know, I'll have a quick look. And I was probably about 50 to 100 metres back up the track that I walked, and it was sitting there in the sand. Unbelievable. Brilliant. You know, this is making me think that these this, uh, these safari animals, they're just, I reckon they're trying to take stuff from this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They, they, they're getting earrings, they're getting keyboards. They should set up a porn shop. <laughs> porn brokers. The Botswana you know? and Bounty uh, come on in and uh, hock your wares. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it is like you found it given sundown as nightfall would have been there and then you, you, all sorts of uh, noises begin in the, uh, in the Delta. Yeah, well, so. It was just before, you know, the dark was coming. It was, yeah, sunset, so, yeah, Nicely the done. light wasn't optimal, but found it. Good to have another oh, Botswanan uh, success story. Thank you very much, Alona. We're going to move on now and chat to Sam from Mount Gambier. G'day, Sam. G'day, boys. How are we going? Not bad. Good what have you lost then found? A while ago, it was for my 16th birthday, actually. My uh, Uncle Craig, obviously a bit of a last-minute present, he um just wrote a little note on a $20 note for me and gave me that one that's uh, – classic Uncle Craig, and um, being 16, I was going to try and hold on to it, but obviously not real. Don't have a heap of cash to my name, so a couple of weeks went past and I spent it on something. <laughs> I, I, can see, <laughs> I can see that happening. I mean, $20 yeah. is a teenager, Matt O'Kine. What, what was teenage Matt O'Kine doing with it? any lobsters he found in the wallet? Oh, I don't know. I, I really I can't think of anything that is... Um, Oh, beers. <laughs> I don't know. You know, sitting outside. Uh... Join, out, join me and Matt for new episodes of Whose Light Is It Anyway coming up <laughs> to your TVs. Anyway, sorry about that one, Sam. Well, what what, are you, what can you buy when you're 16, you know, for $20? Oh, no, I'll tell you what it would have been. It would have been like Hyper Magazine or something. I would have gotten some Sega Saturn cheat codes or something like that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, now, Sam. Twenty dollars. You've it's gone into the Mount Gambian uh, economy. That's what we've called yep. call it there. Uh, what happened after that? Didn't think much of it, obviously. And um, six years later, just before a game of cricket, I was grabbing myself a footlong subway, and uh, yeah, got it in the change. It had the exact same note on it. I thought, Are you kidding no. me? Are you serious? Six years down the track, yeah, Sam. Six years it. after another meatball <laughs> sub coming back. <laughs> Chicken and bacon ranch, sorry boys. <laughs> and <laughs> did you did you did they hand it to you and you go, Oh actually can I get two tens please? Just give it straight back. <laughs> no, I actually chucked it straight in the pocket because there was a line up there. I didn't see it till I got out of the cricket and went to put it in my wallet. 
And you're paying for your sub with a 50, I would assume, there. Yeah, a bit of a big roller now. Not <laughs> oh, well, bloody <laughs> damn, mate. Yeah. Well, that's oh, I a- can't believe that. So have you kept it since then? Or please don't tell me you spent it after that. <laughs> No, that's staying in my wallet. It has been very tempting to sacrifice it at times, but I've still held on to it. Wow, so that's st- you've kept it in your wallet all that this time since then? Yeah, oh, this was about halfway through last year. Oh, so good, bro. Well, thank you very much for letting us know. That is an incredible story. No problem. Have a good one, boy. All the best. You too. Yeah, you too, Sam. If you've got a lost and found miracle, please get in touch. That is pretty remarkable stuff. You can hit us up on Instagram, matt.and.alex, or jump on our Discord as well. The link for that is through our Insta bio. You can hang out there and check a few of the uh, the past talkback topics as well because you know what we like as well, Matt O'Kide, a few leftovers. We don't mind eating <laughs> half the foot long and then bringing out the, uh, <laughs> the rest of it out of the fridge later. Now, if you happen to be lying in bed last night, uh, checking your phone, scroll on the gram or maybe YouTube, you might have noticed that a brand new song has dropped from one of Australia's uh, more exciting musical talents. Uh, her name is Alice Ivy, and she has a new song called Better Man. It features Benjamin Joseph from Safia, and it sounds a little bit like this. But the thing that might have caught your eye is that the film clip, which is truly incredible, I hate to say it, it is really, really amazing, features one Mr. Alex Dyson, and we're so lucky to have the artist behind that track with us right now. Please welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Alice Ivy. Hello. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Matt is correct. Um, you have recruited uh, one half of this radio duo to, uh, to not do some talking or podcasting, but just do it a bit of grooving. Yep. Hell yeah. Not just grooving. Like, I wouldn't say it's probably we need a more extreme word than grooving. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, grooving is what your dad does after a few (laughs) sherries at the, you know, Saturday party. I mean, what what Alex Dyson is doing in this video clip is just straight down baby making motion. You know what I mean? It is absolutely eye-watering stuff. Hey, um... (laughs) Alice, you, I saw on your gram, um, was it yesterday, maybe the day before, in the lead up to this, you said, look, what happens when a global pandemic poops on your plans, you do, you make a uh, video with Mr. Alex Dyson. So this wasn't the plan that you had all along? No. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm I'm totally stoked. Like, this is, like, even better than the original plan that I had. But, um but yeah, like obviously, you know, like, you know, coronavirus hitting mm. and not being able to um, have a large, you know, film crew, like be able to access locations, you're pretty restricted. But um, I sort of like always wanted this video to be pretty out there. And it was already like the original concept was really weird. But like, yeah, the fact that Alex was kind of keen to come on board, kind of, it just made the video like 100 times better than the original concept. So I guess, you know, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, coronavirus. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, look, I'm not going to lie. It is it is a little bit like, you know, marrying someone who has previously been divorced. 
Um, if there was a better idea out there, it's always going to be in the back of my mind, but it, it doesn't mean that I'm not in love with it. It was very nice of you to ask me. It was an honour to do a socially distanced uh, video clip, a skeleton crew uh, filming a lone dancer. And uh, it it came out pretty well. The premiere was last night. That went very well. And uh, I think comparisons have already come through, Matt O'Kine, with the Sia video clip uh, for Chandelier. Whether and I'm just Ooh. I'm hoping that Matt, you'll go to the Arias this year dressed as me. <laughs> that's that's Dyson. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Um, so. Alice Ivy, please tell us about uh, the song. You've teamed up with Benjamin Joseph, who uh, who some people might know as Ben from Safia. Um, can you tell us first about the song, and then I'd love to you to talk us through the video clip. What are, what are my eyes seeing here? <laughs> Okay, yeah, sure. So, so the song came about like I have always loved Ben's voice so much. Like he's. I've always envisioned him to do full soul. Like he's just got this like really beautiful voice. And I was like, yeah, I want to do the soul Actually, song with him. You know, Al- Alex Dyson can do a little bit of a, uh, come on, give it to us, Alex. What? Ben's from Safia's <laughs> voice. Yeah, which, I want to go outside. Which, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever he sung with Peking Duck, I always used to go with him. Ooh, I want to go outside. <laughs> anyway, so maybe you should have got me to sing and dance the song. Is that what we're learning here today? No, sorry. His voice is absolutely amazing. Yeah, so it's you're incredible. right. It's amazing. And so I reached out to him and I was like, hey, would you be keen to write? Because I, I, I did a remix for Safia a couple of years ago. It didn't work out and it didn't come out in the end. And we were like, we got to make, we got to, you know, get into the studio again and, and write something. And so I flew up to Sydney and did this day with him. It happened pretty instantly. I have never written with anyone that writes the way Ben does. He's really like focused on like the groove and the music before even touching lyrics or melody. I kind of like to do both at the same time. Mm. And so we were just kind of like working on this groove for ages and ages and ages. I ended up actually changing my flight because I missed it um, because I wanted to stay in the studio to finish the song. Oh, wow. um, Yeah. So it was like, it was like that really intense, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, we got to finish the song, but, oh, my God, I've got to fly it in an hour. Like, what do I do? And so, yeah, like, full rock star moment. I love <laughs> um, those decisions where you just, like, the everything stops as soon as you make the decisions. Like, I'm just going to miss it. Bang. I'll work yeah. it out later. Those, those are great well, ones. usually those decisions came come through for me at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning when I'm like, oh, I should catch the last train, but, nah, let's keep partying. <laughs> but yeah, the 1 a.m. Actually... or 6 a.m. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. all or nothing, isn't it? But you've chosen the right path for a good reason. So describe the 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 the, the video clip for us. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so it was shot at the Lithuanian club in North Melbourne on Errol Street, and um, what it essentially is is like it's just this like the opening shot is this really dark long corridor, and it's just like Alex's silhouette, and it follows him down the corridor, and this whole video was one shot we filmed him going down the corridor and, you know, he was wearing this like full singlet and like, he kind of looked like he was, you know, just like a caretaker of the Lithuanian <laughs> club. He looks and- jacked. That's what he looks. He looks ripped as what, what, did, what sort of All CGI Zumba, were you All using Zumba, to give this guy some muscles like that? Jesus. That's not a COVID body, mate. That's not a, that's not an isolation lockdown body. I tell you that much. <laughs> it's a really cool venue. It's like very Eastern European. You got on the walls, like the, uh, the old crew from back in Europe and back in the day and that sort of thing. And that ends up, 
on stage just doing a little bit of a dance, which was uh, <laughs> quite nice as well. But I haven't spoken to Ben from Safia about it. What did you, what did he say when you said, oh, I'm, I'm getting Alex to <laughs> dance for the video clip for this? Well, I actually didn't tell him. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I didn't tell him, but, but I got a text Better from to him. beg for forgiveness, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't permission. tell him. I didn't tell him, but then, like, literally, like, two weeks ago or, like, a week ago, I got a message from him being like, hey, the video is really dope. <laughs> Great. Good, good, good. 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 That's so exciting. Over to the party. Night. It did premiere last night on uh, YouTube, and the song is officially out on Spotify and, uh, yeah, the video on YouTube today if you want to go and have a look. But I've got to say, Ben from Safia, only one of the guests that you've managed to uh, wrangle in for the album that you've got coming out on July 17, Alice Ivy, called Don't Sleep. Eka Vandal, Thelma Plum with a song, Ticket to Heaven. Odette is on there. What a voice as well. Montaigne, speaking of voices. Uh, ben from <laughs> Safia. Nairi as well. Have you just scraped the cream off the top of the Australian music industry and just put it all on your album? I mean, you said it. I, I'm I'm pretty blessed. Like, honestly, I don't know how I managed to, like, get together a record with, like, all these, like, incredible artists. But, yeah, it's um pretty exciting. It's all happened and... I can't wait for it to be out. How many flights what? total missed as a result of the, the music making? <laughs> <laughs> Only one. Only the Ben one. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was pretty good with the rest of them. There were some close calls. Like the Nairi session, I remember I was also very close to missing a flight. But, you know, just the one flight, fortunately. Fair, fair enough. Hey, um... Alice Ivy, Alex Dyson has a thank you to give you, I, I think. I mean, you, you know, he helped you out in, in your video. And I, from what I hear, it's a bit of, uh, you know, payback, a bit of gratitude shown because you inspired him. And do you, Are you aware of this? No. <laughs> well, yourself and Mallrat invited uh, me and Woods one day to Zumba. In, uh, in the city. I came along, never been before. You know, obviously I like the fiery Latin beats. You know, I was born with that. But <laughs> went along for the first time and it was quite an incredible experience. I was just giggling through the whole thing. It's it's amazing being in a room and uh, shaking your, uh, your bonbon with people. And then, um, yeah, I guess it's the inspiration for my somewhat short-lived career as a fitness instructor during <laughs> isolation. So I'd like to thank you very much for that, Alice Ivy, for being the person who introduced me to uh, to those beats. Oh, oh my God. I, yeah, what a time. What a time to be alive. I'm so happy for you that Zumba worked out. Um, but yeah, I will never forget the times where we were in a Zumba class, like holding the plate, being the waiter, like shuffling across the floor. Oh, such good times. The teacher going, right, put the finger up and go, uh-uh. <laughs> when the music comes on. So that was good stuff. Alice Ive, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining All Day Breakfast today. And, uh, yeah, we uh, look forward to that. I think uh, we're going for to beat Gautier, somebody I used to know, for the most watched Australian video clip of all time. So uh, I fully agree. <laughs> get on it, give it a share, send it everywhere, and uh, I hopefully will be winning either a Grammy for Best Music Video or a, at least a J Award. <laughs> I, I want to be back at Triple J uh, accepting a J Award for Best Music Video of 2020. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. No Thanks, Alice Ivy. Hey, hit us up on at matt.and.alex on Instagram and let us know your fave moment from the <laughs> clip. Seriously, go watch it now, yes. Alex. I got to pay it to you. It's it's pretty amazing. Thrust one through nine. I would say thrust <laughs> six was my best. Thrust six. That's my favorite. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm -mm. 
Well, Matt O'Kine, that brings us toward the end of another all-day breakfast, but it's it's fair to say, it's fair to remind you that uh, you can get involved in the show in any capacity that you like. You know, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've asked a lot of questions today. One of the questions, you know, what did you lose and find? <laughs> um, and we're always seeing your messages. Zach messaged in. We couldn't chat to Zach, but Zach, mess- Zach messaged in, said, oh, I was celebrating New Year's in Port Ferry's Main Street eight years ago. Friend and I left to go to a party and walked around six blocks before I realized I'd lost my phone. Uh, then we decided to run back about four blocks in. I realized it was not only in my hand the whole time, but I'd turned the torch on two blocks ago to find the phone. So, you know. <laughs> One of the worst of those stories. So if you got a lost and found, get in touch. If you got a classic catch, get in touch. Or if you just got anything you'd like to tell us, get in touch. We're actually going to... Ch- Turn to someone right now, Ben from the sunny coast, because he picked up a, a small little conversation we had about having a secret scoff, and uh, that reminded him of something. G'day to you, Ben. Hey, boys. Matt, you better remind people what the uh, the phenomenon of having a secret scoff is. Well, I mean, my, my daughter is now 14 months old, so she's understanding when I'm eating things, uh, and she always wants some of it. So I'm finding myself now just hiding and eating. And some of the things I'm eating... I'm not necessarily that proud of when you're standing, well, hiding really behind the fridge door mm. with your, you know, wrist deep in a bag of grated cheese, <laughs> having a secret scoff. You, you know, you realise that there must be, or I guess more hope that there must be other people <laughs> yeah, secretly and scoffing out there. Ben, you're a bit of a secret scoffer as well. Tell us about it. Nah, not me. Uh, one of my old housemates, he's the king of the secret scoff. Oh, you're dobbing the secret scoffer <laughs> in. Eh? You've, you've witnessed a secret scoff. <laughs> he's that good. I never witnessed it. It come out years later. That's how good he is. Oh, he is the scoff sensei, I dare say. All right, fair enough. What the happened? scoff floor. That's an episode of Seinfeld. Anyway, that's good. What was he scoffing and how? Well, one of the girls we used to live with, she was real big on not putting her leftovers in the fridge until it cooled down to room temperature. So what he used to do is very sly every time he'd sneak into the kitchen and shovel a few mouthfuls into his mouth and then come down to the couch and chew it down. <laughs> just the drive-by scoff, just sp- spoon in his pocket, whip it out, take a scoop and then keep walking. The chewing while on the couch is the equivalent of throwing a gun in the lake down the road further on. <laughs> kind of drive now, now we look back on it, we think, why was he always chewing? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't gum, it was leftovers. All right, well, I'm glad the truth came out in the end, as it always does, and we appreciate the call, Ben. We'll catch you later. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Which brings us to the end of the program, Matt O'Kine, and I think it's fair, all-day breakfast. Uh, we are going to make ourselves an official podcast talking about fridge leftovers. I mean, that's two days in a row now that we've discussed the phenomenon of eating other people's leftovers in the fridge. We may as well just... Make that our whole modus operandi, do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, what well, we are really appreciating everything that you guys uh, have got to say with us. Um, so please get in touch. Thank you to uh, to some special guests who may have helped us out earlier on today as well. Yes. Earlier in the episode. Appreciate um, our impersonators dropping by. Um, also, as well as that, Alice Ivy for... Uh, jumping on the show as well. And if you do want to get in touch, a good way to do that, on the Discord, there's a section that's just called Story Time. And that is for anything. So if you have anything you reckon would be good for a little podcast or anything you want to run by us, jump on that via the link in our Instagram bio and you'll be able to help us out. And we'd love to build this little community. Tell you What about old word of mouth as well, Matt? What happened to good old word of mouth? Tell your friends about the podcast. 
Absolutely. Or even if you want, head to Alice Ivy's video on YouTube and <laughs> just leave a comment under the vid. Yeah. yeah I'm, commenting I, how much you love Alex's moves and also tell him to listen to Matt and Alex on all day <laughs> breakfast. Viral marketing campaign. Go for it. All right. Thank you very much for that one. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.